0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Sunday, March 24th episode of Poets and Muses. We chat with poets about their inspirations. I'm your host, Imogen A-Rate. You can follow us on SoundCloud, Instagram, as well as Twitter under Poets and Muses. You can also subscribe to our newsletter at the upper right-hand side of our Poets and Muses SoundCloud page. With us today is Dirty Red. We will be discussing his poem, Insight of Me, as well as my poem, To My Chosen Family. Before we do that, however, I'm going to go over all the poetry events taking place in the Valley during the week of March 25th. On Monday, March 25th, from 7 to 9.30 p.m., Savannah Lutman and Phoenix Firebird Events will be hosting its weekly The Firebird Open Mic at Thirst Space, which will be taking place at 1028 Grand Avenue in Phoenix. Signing up to get on the mic is between 5 and 7 p.m. On Tuesday, March 26th, from 6 to 8 p.m., Connect and Heal will be hosting its weekly poetry writing workshop at the Chandler Community Center, which is at 125 East Commonwealth Avenue in Chandler, from 6 to 30 to 9 30 p.m nocturnal the poet and the poor people's campaign will be hosting its monthly the art of justice open mic and art show which will take place at first church at 1407 north 2nd street in phoenix the entrance is at the back parking lot you can sign up to get on the mic starting at 6 p.m from 8 to 11 p.m Ken Kong will be hosting his weekly The Underground Experience at 2601 on Central, which is at 2601 North Central Avenue in Phoenix. Signing up to get on the mic starts at 7.30 p.m. On Wednesday, March 27th, from 8 to 11 p.m., Poetic Soul Phoenix will be hosting its weekly open mic at Club Downtown, which is at 702 North Central Avenue in Phoenix. Signing up to get on the mic starts at 7 p.m. On Thursday, March 28th, from 5 p.m., the Dog-Yeared Page Use Books will be hosting its monthly open mic arts, letters, and culture event at 16428 North 32nd Street, Suite 111. From 7 to 10 p.m., Therocia will be hosting the first of the monthly Fourth Thursday the Renaissance open mic event at Toso's Bar and Grill at 2401 West Union Hills Drive in Phoenix. Signing up to get on the mic starts at 6 p.m. From 7 to 9 p.m., Known Publishing will be hosting its Phoenix Poetry Slam at the Lost Leaf, which is at 914 North Fifth Street in Phoenix. If you want to get on the mic, make sure to get there by 6:50 p.m. From 8 to 11 p.m., Quinton Oney will be hosting his weekly open mic at Joe Buck Coffee and Bar at 333 East Roosevelt Street in Phoenix. Signing up to get on the mic starts at 7.30 p.m. On Saturday, March 30th, from 2 to 4 p.m., Macy Scottsdale will be hosting his Spring Fashion with Poetry event at Fashion Square, which is at 7014 East Camelback Road, Suite 5000 in Scottsdale. On Sunday, March 31st, from one thirty to 3.30 p.m., Lauren Drexler of Gen Society and the Mesa Arts Center will be hosting its last Mesa Prototyping Project Poetry Workshop at the Mesa Space Lofts at 155 South Hibbert in Mesa. From 4 p.m., Changing Hands Bookstore will be hosting In Conversation with Kathleen Glasgow featuring Laurie Hulls Anderson, which is at 300 West Camelback Road in Phoenix. You can purchase tickets at changinghands.com. And now let us turn to our guest poet of the week, Dirty Red. Hi, Dirty Red. Thank you for coming on to Poets and Muses. Welcome.
1: Hi. Thank you you for having me. Of
0: course. You please tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yes. I go by the name Dirty Red. Mm -hmm. That is something they used to call me when I was younger. I have red hair, so... Yes. (laughs) Yes. Now I have come up with another reason why I am deciding to go by that name. I am a Christian, and as Christians we believe that we are covered by the blood of Christ. Ah, okay. And we do still fall short. Mm-hmm. We are not perfect. We are still sinners. Mm-hmm. But we are covered by the blood, so we are on our way to bigger and better things.
0: Okay. So both parts of your name cover those two concepts?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Cool. Yes. Cool. Nice. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into poetry?
1: I began um, writing poems and rhyming. I believe around the age of 14, 15, Okay. I used to post them on on MySpace.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Back in the day.
0: You're dating yourself. Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. With age comes wisdom. But <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, and then um around fifteen or sixteen, I wrote this rap.
0: Okay.
1: I'm also a Christian rapper. hmm So I wrote this rap and my church was having this event. hmm They called it a holy hip hop night. Holy hip
0: hop night,
1: cool. Yes, and they had artists come out and perform mm-hmm. and I pitched the idea to our youth pastor and our pastor mm-hmm. that I had come up with this rhyme. Mm-hmm. It was two verses. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a song, or maybe it was, I don't know. But either way, um, it was pretty lengthy. Mm -hmm. And I asked them if I could open up
0: Mm
1: -hmm. with that, and they told me yes. So I was able to open up with that Mm -hmm. that night. And then I believe it was a week or two later, I was able to do that rhyme again Mm -hmm. at Sunday service. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. And that was around 16, actually, I believe. Okay. And then around 18, I wasn't living so holy. Our church had migrated farther away from us, so we stopped going to church. Mm. And I didn't try to locate another church.
0: Right.
1: And um, I was hanging out with some of my friends and my brothers, and I was falling off of that holy path. Mm -hmm. But I got into a rap group, Mm -hmm. and we
0: kind of created a buzz here in the valley. And I was
1: in that group until 23. Mm -hmm. And then we disbanded, and then I was kind of laying alone for a moment. Mm-hmm. and then around 25 i decided to try the christian rapper thing again i had started to transition back onto that righteous path a year prior so 24 mm-hmm. and then yeah around 25 i decided to work on this project mm-hmm. um, a five song project. It's on the internet right now. I worked on that project and I did that. And every now and then I come up with rhymes. Mm-hmm. I was posting them on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I don't so much post them on there now, I just put them on my phone. Mm-hmm. So um, I posted a lot on Facebook.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then finally, last summer, I decided to try the open mic things.
0: Oh, really? You only started last summer?
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. But I've been, like, writing for a few years now. But, yeah, my first appearance was at Infuse Open Mic.
0: Mm. That's second Sundays. Yes, yes. Phoenix.
1: Yes. And that was last June and... I've been there every month since, except I didn't make it there in August, mm. and I made it in October, but I was late, so I couldn't sign up for that, so.
0: Yeah, that list fills up quick.
1: Yeah, so that was a lesson learned to get there mm.
0: on time, yeah. so it's right. it was a lesson learned.
1: Yeah. I might still show that, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's still great to just see all the various talents. That yes, are yes, it is, yes.
1: It's very inspiring and yeah. motivating, and
0: yeah, yeah.
1: If they can do it, we all can
0: do it. Exactly, and and they do a great service. You know, yes. they have that post out every every month for free, and you know, people can just showcase their talents and do again see the variety of talent that's available. It's yes,
1: that's a, yes. I'm very grateful for that opportunity that we all have.
0: Yeah, me too. It's awesome. Yeah, that's how I met you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yes. So you brought us Insight of Me today, is that right? Yes. Great. Uh, Would you like to read that to us? Yes, I would love to read it. There you go.
1: I can only imagine all that you have been through in your life, what struggles you have faced, Just to arrive at this place. In this moment of time. I recognize. I empathize. Yes. I too know the struggle to rise. The fears we must fight. It has been a hell of a climb, And there are many more hellish days we will need to shake. Yet that aside. In each of us, I see strength. In us, I see drive. Even if it is only some, it can be enough. We have the power to cast down those lies. We can rise. As long as we are alive, we are purposed to thrive. I believe this is what it takes. If we can open up, we can overcome what causes us to segregate, only disintegrating inside. We are not the same, but we can relate. Hear me, and I will hear you. Feel me, and I will feel too. Order is not necessary when our hearts are true. Let us wander alone no more and truly soar. Let us do it for the future. Let love overflow. Thank you. Thank you.
0: It's a very inspirational poem, and it's very uplifting. You tell me, what made you decide to write this particular poem?
1: It wasn't really a choice I had made intentionally. um, I've been thinking about how to say this, Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to say it. So I was in the shower one day, and that just came to mind. Mm -hmm. It started off like short at Mm 1st And then, like, I was just adding on to it, and I was like, you know what? I am going to, um, I'm going to do this at Infuse Open Mic. I was feeling like this could uplift many individuals, like, Mm -hmm. just me letting them know that I recognize, I empathize, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: I struggle as well, and I had not done this at Infuse Open Mic at first. Mm Mm-hmm. I did it at the one that's um, at the other one.
0: Oh, Art of Justice. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so that's the first time you read it last last month, right? Yeah,
1: okay. yes. So I did it there, and I wasn't even planning on doing it there either. Chris had told me that the theme was centered around, um, around civil rights.
0: Yeah, it was uh, to commemorate Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday. Yeah, yeah. I
1: was planning on preparing something centered around that, but I got busy and I got caught up. Mm-hmm. So, I, um, so I didn't intentionally prepare a piece for that. Mm-hmm. And then on the day of that open mic, every last Tuesday of the month, mm-hmm. I was panicking a bit. but. <laughs> well, you didn't seem like it. Um, beforehand, I, I was panicking. And I didn't think I had a piece for that um, right. theme. But then I went into my phone, and I have, like, a few saved in my phone. Right. And that was one of them, and, like, I was just, like, reading through them. And I was reading that one, and I saw the word, um, segregate. And I was like, you know what? This fits the theme, so I'll just do this one.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think even without the word segregate, it still fits. The theme, because it really centers around what Dr. King is known for, that sense of hope, giving people that sense of hope. Yes, yes. So I I thought it was really fitting. So you wrote this pretty recently, then? I believe I wrote it in December. Oh, yeah, yeah, very recent. Yeah, yeah. When you were reading it, you probably saw my underlines. Yes. You had written over here in the middle of the poem, yet that inside, in each of us, I see strength, in us, I see drive. And then you say, even if it is only some, it can be enough. Do you mind elaborating on that? Did you mean some people or that even if you only have a little bit of drive?
1: I believe with that, I was meaning that, yes, only if it's a bit of drive, I feel like if we begin to use what drive, what motivation we have, if we begin to move, then we will see over time, if not shortly after, we can do much more than we may have thought we can do.
0: Yeah. Yes. There's an accumulation effect. Yes.
1: Right? yeah we have much more power than we believe a lot of the times
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it's true it's true sometimes trauma and stress brings out the strength in us yes yeah and uh, without it sometimes people are they don't need to reach inside sometimes and they don't necessarily think they have that
1: yeah Yes. yes yeah it's unfortunate a lot of us we have like faced a lot of trauma Mm -hmm. and a lot of disappointment and um even myself Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that I have been able to overcome and triumph I kind of like had an epiphany at the end of 2013 Mm -hmm. I was in a relationship and I was allowing her to take advantage of me, and I'm not really sure what happened, mm-hmm. but at the end of the relationship, I started recognizing some things about her, and finally, I found the strength to just tell her, you know, this is too much. I can't do this anymore, mm-hmm. and then... um Um, It was in the beginning of 2014 when I started to seek out God um, Mm -hmm. slowly but surely, and now I'm here and I feel like once we begin to move Mm -hmm. in a positive direction Mm -hmm. and take those steps Mm -hmm. toward higher heights, Mm -hmm. then we'll see eventually that we have a lot more
0: power than we thought we had. Yeah, <coughs> leaving a relationship that's not good for us it, it takes a lot of inner strength and sometimes it's even hard to recognize that the thing that's bothering us inside is—it yeah. comes from this relationship that's imbalanced and to go through that it, it takes bravery, it does take hard work as well. Yeah, and it actually took me three relationships to finally recognize, you know.
1: Oh, well, hey, you're doing better than me. <laughs> I don't have to deal
0: with this. Since you mentioned before the word segregate, which is part of the line, if we can open up, we can overcome what causes us to segregate, I did want to ask you about that particular word and what you were trying to say with segregate in this instance.
1: I kind of came up with this on the fly. Mm-hmm. But I believe a lot of us, are not taking the time to
0: empathize with each other, Mm -hmm.
1: and that is only separating us. And I had this thought on my way home one night. Mm -hmm. I wonder how society would be if we could just learn to empathize with each other, Um, if we could avoid becoming upset with each other so swiftly but just stop to hear each other out mm-hmm. and I felt like we could be way better off and we could just learn to listen and we can learn to appreciate our differences and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause there's a lot of
0: value in our differences. There is. It's what helps us to thrive with so many human beings around, if we didn't have any differences, then we'd be competing on all these fronts. Right. We don't really have to, because we have individually, we have our individuality, we have our individual quirks, as well as our individual talents. Yes. Going with what you were saying about talking with each other, part of part of the problem is also that we don't have time, and we don't take the time to really talk with each other. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, I feel like we just need to slow down um I feel like maybe part of the issue is that we can be very Mm self-centered and we don't make the time I believe we have the time to care for each other but we don't make the time to
0: consider mm.
1: one another more and I don't know if I'm being
0: I mean, if I'm making sense like well you you are to me so okay yeah, absolutely. Right. for me I'm kind of slow in everything I do so I feel like I never have enough time I wish the world that we live in you know the culture that we live in was a little bit slower
1: yes Yes that would be a nice change of pace like just to see how it would be,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: maybe move out to the country
0: for like a month or something and we can <laughs> experience well I also get bored easily <laughs> oh, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate being in a diversity like Phoenix and all the cultural offerings that it has at the same time sometimes I feel a little overwhelmed by all the things that are available as well as all the things that I'm doing (laughs) myself, so.
1: Yeah, it can be pretty indecisive sometimes, so. Uh, Um, I feel like the more options I have could be bad for me sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's hard because you kind of, if you want to make a very good decision, you really need to research all of the options. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) and who has the time for that? (laughs) Yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. If we weren't required to do all these things all the, all at the same time, then maybe we have the time to. Do yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to your poem, the last bit I wanted to ask you about is when you mentioned towards the end of the poem where you said order is not necessary when our hearts are true. Did you have something in mind when you said order? What did you? What were you trying to reference when you said order?
1: I thing I was trying to say right there is there is not a right or a wrong way to Mm, show kindness. Mm. I feel like right is right and wrong is wrong. And I feel like as long as we have good intentions and we attempt to show each other kindness,
0: Mm.
1: I feel like even if somebody attempts to show me kindness, if I don't agree with that kindness, I feel like there is a way I can express that. Yes. And if that person is understanding Mm -hmm. of my expression, then I don't feel like there would be an issue.
0: Yeah. Because
1: their heart's in the right place and my heart's in the right place, Mm. so we can empathize with each other and recognize that we have no ill intention
0: we're trying to work together so we can both be happy yeah and And it goes back to what you were saying in terms of having talking with each other, communicating with each other. And, you know, I take your point because it's, it's really important to n- not just have the good intention, but also listen to feedback. You know, that, that expression, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Unfortunately, I feel like that particular saying is very true when the person who has the good intention are more selfish in their in good intention in terms of oh i want to do good because it makes me feel good rather than i want to help you what would you like me to help you with which is a different good intention which actually involves the person for whom you want to be helpful toward Yes, and and that's important because you know if somebody just keeps giving you something that you don't want and they're they're at the same time they're like oh, thank me, thank me, you know, look at, how, look at what I'm trying to do for you. Yeah. Right, that, you, you no longer feel like it's not about you, it's more about them.
1: Yes, this, this came to mind, but it's like the phrase, teamwork makes the dream work, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, let us team up together so we can make progress, you know? hmm yeah. yeah. It's a process.
0: Yeah, it's, it's collaborative, whether or not you're receiving help or giving help, you're still it's still a collaborative Yes, and even if one of us does become angry, it doesn't have to be the end of the world. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, You just have to give them, I guess, the room to be angry. And and there's nothing wrong with feeling angry or frustrated. Yeah. You know, that's very
1: human. Yeah, we're humans, and it is okay to be angry. I can understand that you're angry if you're angry. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I will do what I can To help you not be angry, if that makes sense. I don't know what I'm saying right now, but yeah.
0: No, I think think you're making sense in terms of if somebody expressed their anger, whether at you or because of something they're experiencing, you want to help. Yes, yes. And you want to alleviate that sense of anger as much as you can within your power to. But if they don't tell you, you can't really do anything about it. Yes. Yeah, I get that. That's very important. Again, it goes back to communication.
1: Yes, it's all about communication.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Let's talk about it. Yeah,
0: yeah. When you were talking about individuality before, that we should appreciate differences, that's why I chose the poem I did, partly because it also talks about individuality, and I feel like there's a lot of overlap and there's a lot of complementary elements within both of our poems. And my poem, is called To My Chosen Family. So I'm going to read that now. Don't make me choose between my sister and my brother. Don't make me tear this family asunder. I know your intention is to disrupt, but don't you know you're also my siblings? Yes, families will feud. They don't always stay together, but don't create false dichotomies when only your ego wants to drag us under. In these days of stormy weather, we are truly stronger together. We don't have to subsume our identities under the guise of staying together. That's a lesson we all must learn to appreciate the difference even as we gather. Just as the beaks of the finch differentiated to quell competitive disaster, our originalities give us each a place. Everyone can be special. In their own manner. So go ahead, give your grievance an airing. Show us the patterned plumage of your bright feathers. Sing as your unique song in a warbling. The safe space is not about what's proper, but coming to a mutual understanding so that we can all learn to prosper. I don't want to just tolerate, but gain true acceptance of each other. Yes, compromise is needed. Let mutual respect lay the foundation. Your individuality I take notice, even if some may dismiss it as the other. But stay instead of leaving in exile. Together there's no storm we can't weather. So it kind of goes back, as I was reading, I was thinking this anger thing that you're talking about. Because it is also about being able to express your dissatisfaction with the group and still being accepted. Yeah, yeah.
1: I feel like a lot of us are afraid to express anger or how we truly feel because we are afraid that we will be shunned. Yeah, Yeah,
0: yeah, that rejection, right? Yeah, and that causes problems for a lot of people. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Then it comes out a lot of times in passive aggressiveness and bad feelings all around. Everybody's just kind of have this simmering anger underneath and not really making time for each other. Yeah, and it
1: causes distrust and. Yes. I um, mean, it creates a lot of mess when we can't communicate with each other.
0: It's true, and because we're just basically living within our minds, our own minds. Yeah. Yeah, You know, we're assuming what the other person is thinking, but we don't really communicate. So it's hard for them to either tell us what they really mean or even show us. Because they don't know that we are in a fog about it. We are suspicious of what they're doing. They have no idea why we're acting the way we are. And we don't know what they why they're acting the way they are.
1: Yeah, it's pretty sad. It's, <laughs> it's very sad. I live with my mom still. Mm-hmm. And it's sad that we can't communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes I think maybe we can, com- I feel like we can communicate. Mm-hmm sometimes but we're just afraid because we don't want to deal with what might come out of us expressing ourselves
0: yeah especially if we bottle it up for a long time and then when it comes out it, it's we're like popping a champagne cork or something uh, yes and it all comes out and doesn't make much sense it's a mess and it's especially difficult right within within a family situation because sometimes yeah. you kind of assume that your family especially your blood family are supposed to know you and when they act like they don't it's very painful
1: yeah and i mentioned family but you know um this is like for everybody really mm-hmm, sure but yeah it's just i don't know it's sad i hope that we can Learn to be better.
0: Yeah, I think hopefully with more tools, more understanding, both societal understanding and individual understanding, and the tools that come with societal understanding, we can utilize that and we could better again communicate (laughs) and there's also the difference in communication style isn't there because some people you know you and i obviously we prefer to talk we prefer we like using our words but some people don't they prefer to use their actions yeah but actions can be misinterpreted so it's sort of a, a balance between actions and words yes yes
1: again i feel like the whole
0: communication thing
1: and mm-hmm. um, if we can learn to communicate how we prefer to communicate, then we can learn to communicate with each other
0: more. Right? <laughs> yes. It's almost as if we need a translator sometimes. Yes. Even if we speak the same language, um, still the meaning from one person to the other, the same words, mean slightly different things. And in that slight difference, we get caught up in confusion. Up. Yeah, like a mediator. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I wanted to express that I really enjoyed your poem as well. I really thank you. Yeah, and I was seeing the similarities mm-hmm. between yours and mine, and I really appreciated the imagery of the finches. and
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was
1: fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's actually from a real book. It's called The Beak of the Finch. I have to reread it again because I, I don't think I appreciated it as much. I mean, I, I feel like it's been a life-changing book. It's about evolution, yes, evolutionary yes. biology. Yes, and yeah. it talked about, I think it was the Galapagos. It's been like years since yeah, I read it. Yeah, And it's, I believe, based on Darwin's diary and his observations of how the finches have developed different beak sizes different beak shapes in order to take up a different section of the same tree which is just fabulous yeah you know especially when we think about human beings that way as well because we have evolved to adapt ourselves to the climates that we live in and our ancestors live in so i i really like that when i want to think about how we can learn to appreciate each other and appreciate those differences and how those differences have allowed us to thrive as a species.
1: Yes, this just came to mind. Mm -hmm. I feel like part of our struggle competitive
0: we are yeah it really is and part of it is that we don't really think of ourselves as truly unique the reason why i put that line everyone can be special in their own manner is because there's that saying well if everybody's special then nobody's special which is not true because that particular line assumes that everybody is special quote unquote in the same way but we have so many options to be special right we have so many different ways to be special so we can actually be special and be unique at the same time we don't all have to be super awesome singers super fast runners super intelligent we don't all have to be that one thing we could appreciate in each of us the thing that we do best or somebody like a generalist uh, which i feel like i am i'd like to know a little bit of everything so i don't necessarily maybe i'm not especially good at one thing but my specialty is that i know a little bit about many things yeah that's
1: cool i guess for the sake of Like, just three months. When I was, um... Thinking about right now when you said, when you were mentioning that we're all special in our own manner, but still, um, there are still those individuals who say that if this individual is special, we're all special. Mm -hmm. Many times, it's hard for us to celebrate this one individual and um, not celebrate us all. Mm -hmm. And that kind of reminded me of the Black Lives, All Lives Matter type thing.
0: Mm. yeah it's interesting this is actually going to air in march just so you know
1: okay well my <laughs> bad no
0: no it's fine it's fine we before beforehand but you know it's not like black people disappear after february <laughs> so i think yeah, you're that's fine. True. Yeah. we can talk about this <laughs> Do you mind expanding on that, uh, what you were saying?
1: I'm trying to relate the Black Lives All Lives Matter with all of us are special, all of us are unique. Mm -hmm. And I feel like our uniqueness can be celebrated without taking away from others' uniqueness. Yes, yes and the importance of others, as well, we're all important,
0: but still, we can be important in our own ways. hmm hmm And something like Black Lives Matter focuses on Black Lives in particular because Black men especially black young men are disproportionately being targeted and that's something that we need to pay attention to but for people who feel the need to say all lives matter I feel like they see it almost as if it's a zero-sum game where if black lives matter then they don't matter but it's not we're not trying to wipe each other out we're just saying this is a problem that exists let's pay attention to that and this particular saying is a shorthand way of remembering that this is a problem we need to address that
1: yes I think that's right we let our ego get in the way as you mentioned in your (laughs) phone
0: yes yeah thank you for bringing that up yes that's actually what i had in mind when i was writing it that we sometimes because of our own insecurity we express that as a super ego trip as like okay only i matter in the world the world surrounds me But that's obviously not true. Unfortunately, if we were to go away tomorrow, the world will go on. Though there are certainly people who will miss us. So it's to have that perspective, to understand that we do hold a place of importance in the world, but that we're not the most important thing in the world, or we're not the only important thing in the
1: world. Yes, and something else that your poem reminded me of was a scripture. It is... First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse twelve through twenty-seven, mm-hmm. and it talks about as Christians we are all covered by the blood. We are all a part of the body of Christ, mm-hmm. but we still are all unique, mm-hmm. and we have our differences. But we still need we still need each other, and we still need to uplift each other. Mm-hmm. Because in order for us to progress and prosper, we need to celebrate our differences and be okay mm-hmm. with our differences. And that reminded me of society. I feel like we have so many issues because we are struggling to just be nicer to each other.
0: And yeah, and over very small things, right? Yes, yes. And that's why I opened the poem by saying, don't make me choose, because, again, it's not this zero-sum game. Just because I care about this other person doesn't mean I don't care about you, because my love has no boundary in the good sense of the word. And in that stanza, I am invoking a little bit in in the spiritual aspects that you talk about, because the whole idea of Christianity, actually, many religions is that God's love is boundless. There is no limit. There's no physical limit as we know it. And going back to what you were saying, that, you know, individuality, that we're each special. Because we're each special, sometimes we are experts in certain things, but we're not experts in other things. And that's why we need each other, because together we are whole, and we can help each other. Maybe I know A, and somebody knows B, and sometimes I need that B, I need that particular knowledge, I need that particular skill i need that particular person's ability to do something that i can't do and again to recognize that if we are able to reach out to each other and not let some smaller differences like skin color facial structure height physical ability yeah yeah not let those things that ultimately in the bigger picture don't matter as much impede us from reaching out toward each other
1: yeah and um, I was just reminding you of something right now. Last night, I was at Bible study, and right now, our pastor is doing this series where um, he's teaching based on the lives of individuals in the Bible who are not
0: big characters in the Bible. Mm-hmm. They're more of
1: supportive mm-hmm. characters. And last night he was speaking about Ananias, which is an individual who assisted Paul, Mm -hmm. who is a big name in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Our pastor was speaking about if Ananias was never there to support Paul, Mm -hmm. then we would not have much of the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And we would not have much of the things that we like to consider. Mm-hmm. It takes somebody to support somebody else in order for us to progress. And if we can learn to support each other, both of us still end up in a similar place. In the end, one of the things he mentioned was at the Grammys, I believe. No, um, it's the Emmys, I believe. Okay. I haven't watched those awards,
0: so I wish okay. I could help
1: you out with that. Okay. But, um, I'm, not, I'm not for sure, but either way, um, he mentioned um, when it comes to movies, there's a lead actor and a supportive actor, mm-hmm. and there's a best lead actor and a best supportive actor, and they both win an award. Mm-hmm. at the end of the show and they both taken them more home. so
0: yeah a movie would be completely different if it only had reactors yeah, yeah. yes, it would yeah. be incredibly boring actually yes
1: yeah, so. <laughs> and that's how life is
0: yeah Yeah, exactly. And we can, each of us, be the lead actors in our own lives, but also be supportive actors in other people's lives. Yes, and we have supportive actors in our lives as Mm -hmm. well, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just funny when you think about it. If we can
1: just stop and be more considerate, Mm -hmm. I feel like we all could have a good laugh about what things we are doing and what things we are not doing. I feel
0: like it's really humorous. Mm. Downstairs
1: right now, I actually came up with this rhyme out of nowhere. um, I said, and I'm still playing with it, but I Mm -hmm. said, I'm just another romantic. I'm no longer tripping over the antics. (laughs) I stiff-arm demons like Madden and and am touchdowning like captains. (laughs) Yes, I'm still playing with that, but I no longer allow myself to become upset over the smaller things. And if I do become upset, I have to stop and pep talk myself and analyze why I'm becoming upset, why am I envious, why am I, really, I feel like it's wasting time.
0: <laughs> I think it's great that you take the time to analyze it because a lot of people don't and they brush it off and then it becomes a bigger thing because there's yeah. an underlying issue, as you said, why do I feel this way? Even if there's small annoyances. Aside from taking the time to communicate with each other, we also have to take the the time to communicate with ourselves yes yes and ask what's going on within ourselves because sometimes a lot of times we don't know what's going on with ourselves if we don't know how can we express it to somebody else
1: yes and i just want to clarify i still become upset i'm not perfect
0: nobody's perfect
1: <laughs> yes i'm still on the journey myself
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i know it takes practice for us to overcome
0: mm-hmm and I think that's where forgiveness comes in, right? It's, it's very important to forgive people if they do show genuine remorse. But again, it's it's about whether or not you see people are collaborating with you in terms of even showing remorse and showing forgiveness. Because if somebody is just saying, well, forgive me now, because, you know, it's been a long time. Right. Yeah, And that's not enough. You're saying, just because there's been passive time, you're not doing anything different, how can I forgive you, right? Or, or people who demand forgiveness as if that's something that they can take from
1: you. Yes, and the Bible talks about that, too. It's something about do not throw pearls to swines.
0: Yes, yes. And something like that. Yeah, and there's, um, um, you just reminded me, there's, uh, I think it's Bruegel, or maybe the Younger, He's a very famous painter in the Middle Ages. He does these really, really intricate, beautiful, colorful drawings. He was Dutch. And I think there are some paintings at the Art Museum of his. I think it's the younger who did scenes more of everyday life. And the older one was doing more scenes from the Bible, especially depicting heaven, earth, and hell imagery. But the one who's depicting life, but also having biblical background meaning to it. One of the little vignettes within this large scenery of this town with a lot of happenings is somebody throwing, I forget if it was roses or pearls, at pigs. So yeah, we shouldn't waste our time with people who don't deserve yeah, it. Yeah yeah um another thing i wanted to say when you were mentioning about
1: forgiveness i feel like um a lot of us we need to forgive ourselves as well yes
0: very much so Yeah, we can always turn it around it's
1: okay yeah
0: yes we
1: have opportunities still it's not too late
0: yeah yeah i forgive myself every day if we're not sleeping enough (laughs) (laughs) i have to say just like okay try again try again try again until you get it basically try again until we get to the point where we're developing good habits we're developing good behavior in ourselves the behaviors that we want to change but we also have to realize that both breaking old habits bad habits and also forming new good habits are hard difficult path. yes it's a journey and we're just
1: exploring and we can learn not to go down that path next time mm-hmm.
0: and yeah it's okay yeah it's okay it can be fun it can be yeah, yeah if we
1: yeah, are okay with the outcome
0: yeah i mean i think on smaller lower risk skills where you know obviously it's not life and death you can yes, you yes. can definitely benefit from failing because then you learn a little bit about yourself and you learn a little bit about the situation and what's possible and what's the best way of going about it because if you only succeed you don't know whether or not there's no incentive for you to try to see if there would have been a better way of doing the same thing. Yes, definitely.
1: Live responsibly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, thank you so much uh, for talking with me about this. I wanted to find out where are you going to be reading next.
1: You can catch me at the Art of Justice.
0: Art of Justice, yeah. So you go regularly to Infuse, which is Second Sunday. Yes. At the Phoenix Art Center. And then Art of Justice, which is the last Tuesday of every month. Yes. At uh, First Church. Yes. Phoenix, both of which are in Phoenix. Um, Besides those, do you show up at at other regular events? Not
1: at the moment. Mm -hmm. I am wanting to locate some other locations so I can have that practice.
0: Oh, well. Since you're listening to the show, then you know all that's happening in the week. We publish on Sunday our new episodes, and in each episode, we tell you about all the events that's happening the following week. Yes,
1: yes, that is true.
0: Yes. so hopefully that helps in terms of helping you explore what other venues there are. And
1: I have thought about that, but I have yet to look into it. Mm -hmm. But I'm on my way.
0: Good, good. I'm on my way
1: there already. There
0: there are so many things going on. I'm I'm really pleasantly surprised by doing the show to find out all the... uh, Not only open mics, regular open mics that are around the city, but also just poetry events, poetry readings So to have different influences different inspirations come into our lives. It's great. I wanted to also find out before I let you go where the audience can follow you. I know you have a SoundCloud and uh, and you said you're on Facebook so you are pretty much on all the social media platforms aren't you? Yes, I
1: think the popular ones At least, or I guess what people would say are popular. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the judge of that. (laughs) But I am on SoundCloud. You can find me if you search Dirty Red. Mm -hmm. I'm not 100% sure. There is another artist out there named Dirty Red. Right. I spell it differently, though. Mm -hmm. I spell Dirty Red D-Y-R- T-I-R-E-D-D. Mm-hmm. And I am an individual with a disability. I am a wheelchair user.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you see a guy in a wheelchair with the name Dirty Red, spelled like that, it's probably me. And,
0: and the red hair.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm on Twitter at filthyhumanme that just came to mind one day and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go with that. It's (laughs) funny. I've had people laugh at it, so it's fine. And if you go on Facebook and type in facebook.com slash cmdc.me,
0: you will be able to find out my real name. Awesome. (laughs) Yes. Well, there you go, audience. You have a chance to go on a little hunt. (laughs) <laughs> so I am going to post all of these links on the episode notes. So be sure to check that out. So you okay. can you can just click on that. When I post on our Twitter as well as our Instagram, I will link you that okay. way. People can get to you easily. We should connect on Twitter.
1: Yes, um, I think I did follow you.
0: Did you? I think. Ooh, maybe not. Is that you? Hmm. Because I'm I'm not I'm not always sure who my followers are. Even though on Twitter I'm not I don't have as many. Followers. You hear that, audience? Follow me. <coughs> <laughs> so, it's a shameless plug here. I'm not, you know, I'm not ashamed to say it. <laughs> Imogen, A-rate. <laughs> and we all gotta eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have to work together so we won't starve. Yes, yes. We
1: have to all help each other, feed each other. <laughs> and I'm being serious. That's not really a different manner. right?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's true, it's true, given the increase in homelessness that we see in major cities well, everywhere, you know, in the U.S. as well as abroad. Yes,
1: and I'm a social worker, so that's very important to me.
0: Thank you. Yes. yes. You did okay. not mention that. You want to plug that? Yes, so oh. I did want to mention all that, but I kind of forgot. I am turning 29 May 4th. I, I am a social
1: worker. I hope to establish a nonprofit one day mm-hmm. that helps out homeless people, mm-hmm. and animals, mm-hmm. and people with disabilities, mm-hmm. and people who struggle with
0: substance abuse, mm-hmm. and I want to help out falsely accused individuals, mm-hmm. I want to
1: help out children and women. I don't know how I'm going to help them all out, but I am aspiring to help them all out. Mm -hmm. Well,
0: there's a lot of interconnections in this and the more marginalized the people are they tend to become like fall through the cracks in the social social safety net not that we have too much of a social safety net to begin with but yeah they tend to fall through and they tend to end up becoming homeless or becoming falling below the poverty line so it's very important to realize that social marginalization doesn't just stop at making people feel bad or hurting people physically Um, it has long-term multi-generational effects yes thank you for plugging that i will like i said put your links up on the episode notes and in our newsletter and you let us know when you start your nonprofit. yeah
1: yeah i'm for sure do that i feel like we could talk for hours but yeah i know that (laughs) We, we have time
0: yeah we have we unfortunately do have to stop at some point but i think it's been a really great talk to Also, just get to know each other a bit more because we haven't really had a chance to talk about it. Yes, yes, it's been great. Yeah, thank you very much for coming on to the show.
1: Yes, thank you. Take
0: care. For those who are not familiar with the New Testament, according to Wikipedia, Ananias of Damascus was a disciple of Jesus who was sent by Jesus to cure Saul of Tarsus of his blindness. Um, After which, Saul became known as Paul the Apostle, and Paul was known to proselytize about the teachings of Jesus during the mid-first century, and he was also the founder of a number of churches in Asia Minor. The painter I referenced during my chat with Dirty Red was actually Pieter Boigo the Elder, who was born in the middle of the 16th century in the Netherlands. And the painting that had a vignette of someone giving roses to pigs is called Netherlandish Proverbs, and that's in the Berlin State Museum. However, at least one of his paintings is on exhibit at the Phoenix Art Museum. It's a diptych, which is a bi-panel painting depicting a religious scene, and that you can find on the landing to the second floor to the European exhibit. Apart from special exhibits, you can visit the Phoenix Art Museum for free on Wednesdays, first Fridays, as well as second Sundays. And that concludes our Sunday, March 24th episode of Poets and Muses. You can follow us on SoundCloud. Instagram, as well as Twitter under Poets and Muses, and you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter at the upper right-hand side of the Poets and Muses SoundCloud page. I'm your host, Imogen A-Rate. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a great week, and I look forward to bringing you the show again next Sunday.